Hey there, friends. Um, this episode is called Moving Orbits, and I'm not even sure if that's proper, how you would say that, like to move from one orbit to another. But yeah, let's talk about orbits and moving between them uh, and how it relates to work, of course. And this is the deal. So a friend of mine is in town, and he, an old friend, I was best man in his wedding, like he's, you know, whatever. Good, good friend. He's taken the space path. He's always been into space. And I think he went for astronautical engineering. He became a software engineer for a while, but is reoriented. He's in the army and he's in space operations of some sort. Um, So he does a lot of spacey stuff. Dude's got like rocket models all over his desk and that sort of thing. So pretty into space. Um, I'm into space, but not like he's into space. So he plays this game called Kerbal Space Program. And he messaged us and was like, hey, uh, I'm coming in town. I want to do a Kerbal Space Program marathon. And he basically wanted to just come into town for five days and just play this game Kerbal Space Program and really geek out on like space. And so whatever, I'm like, this sounds cool. I'm in. Then I forgot I was going to the Adirondacks and I missed the whole thing. Um, but we played all day yesterday. Um, so anyway, Kerbal Space Program. Here's a quick briefing on Kerbal Space Program just for fun because it's really kind of interesting game that uh simulates like you run a space program so you build a rocket and you're just kind of building it you know drag and drop type deal like pick an engine and you know fuel cells and engines and capsules and parachutes everything that would go on a rocket you're you're putting on there yourself and then you launch it and you're actually you know steering it and using instrumentation that you know people actually use to fly rockets nav balls i learning learned about those um whatever and then you can you, you deploy different stages of the rocket and you have to plan out all the stages and the amount of fuel and the thrust to weight ratio like it's very technical but it's fun like the people the astronauts are these little minion looking characters and it's there's an element of fun to the game um but it is very technical and it's kind of punishing um but you're putting something into orbit and uh the, yeah so like the idea is there's lots of missions and a mission might be to um, put something into orbit and take some measurements of something or, or, or fly to a different planet. Um, and it's our actual solar system and it's all legit. So like getting into orbit is very much the same as getting into orbit on the earth. Uh, there's low orbits and whatever. And then moving between orbits, you know, going to like the moon is like an extremely complicated thing. I got as far as getting into earth's orbit yesterday um but and i didn't get any farther but they've been playing for a while so they like the stuff they're doing is like crazy like going into earth's orbit going away from earth's orbit to moon's orbit or using a planet as like an orbital slingshot where you like go into half of their orbit to get an x to change directions without having to use fuel because fuel takes a lot of weight on your rocket and this is all stuff that people do you know like at like people do in space um so anyway, super fun, super geeky, good time. And I'm sitting there watching these, you know, all this orbital stuff going on and planning out different orbits and moving between orbits. And I thought it, it really kind of sunk in how orbits are so much fun. Like, um, I don't know if you're not familiar, like it, you, you just kind of think everything in space right now around our planet, like our satellites, they're all in orbit. And what orbit basically means, I guess I always thought that it was this kind of like a river this like somehow stuff in space like floats in a river around a planet. Well, a better way to think about it is these objects in space are falling forever. They're not, something can stay in orbit for a very, very, very long time 
and not have any energy on board. You could put a, a cheeseburger into orbit. And what the cheeseburger would be experiencing is falling forever, essentially. Like if you shot a gun, so a gun so powerful that it, you know, like if, if you shoot a normal gun, it has the like horizontal velocity. Yeah, I'm explaining orbits, whatever, it's fun. Horizontal velocity and vertical velocity. And those two are kind of independent. You know, like that experiment where if you have a bullet in your hand and you have a gun in the other hand and you shoot the gun and you drop the bullet at the same time, both bullets will hit the ground at the exact same time because vertical velocity or vertical acceleration, whatever, like the acceleration from gravity um, is the same uh, because those whatever directions of the vector are, are isolated. So that's, that's the deal. That's so, so orbit is you have a powerful enough gun picture that it starts to fall but because it's so far, has so much horizontal velocity, as it falls, the Earth is curving. So it keeps falling. And that, that acceleration vector, that the force of acceleration from gravity from Earth is kind of changing and pulling it towards itself. And, and with no air wind resistance, when you're in a vacuum in space, when you're past Earth's atmosphere, there's no drag to stop that horizontal velocity. So the bullet or whatever, a satellite in this case, is falling forever, which is really fun. So getting in orbit takes a lot of energy because you have to get out of the atmosphere and you have to get enough speed to fall forever. Um, and that takes a lot of energy. And moving between orbits takes a lot of energy because you have to... And or, it's actually really crazy moving between orbits. Basically anything you do... This is whatever I kind of learned intuitively from playing the game that anything you do with an orbit, you have to do the opposite side. If you want to expand one side of the orbit, you have to speed up when you're on the other side of the planet um, because that's how orbits work. Like there's no right turns. You can't just, you're in an orbit, I'll make a quick right turn and go hit the moon. No, like when you're on the other side of Earth from the moon, if you want to go to the moon, you have to speed up and that will like change your orbital trajectory. It'll expand the other side and you can do that so it expands so much that the orbit reaches the moon and then now the moon will pull you into its orbit. Um, and you can do that between planets. You can go into a, a solar orbit, you know, an orbit around the sun and stuff like that. So this is the stuff that we were doing. And anyway, so I'm thinking about orbits and I'm thinking about how much energy it takes to move between them and how, but when you're in them, it's like you're just in a, in a lazy river, basically. You're just chilling and you can just chill forever, uh, which is kind of cool in the game because it gives you time to like collect your thoughts and figure out your next move and do stuff. You, you can sit there and do whatever. Um, so anyway, orbits, here's how it applies to stuff. That this I was just like looking at all the orbital stuff and internalizing it. And the thought occurred to me that this is really interesting. This is, this is kind of like maintaining a project, being in orbit. So things in orbit like satellites, uh, over time, they eventually, because there is a little bit of atmosphere and maybe other reasons, they eventually fall back to Earth. So like things that are in orbit occasionally need a little boost to stay inside their planned orbit so that their orbit doesn't decay and then they'll fall back to Earth. But this happens. And so I, I thought of this, this is quite like, like where I'm at right now with LiveWare version two, maintaining a project, keeping it in orbit. It's basically on autopilot in the sense that I'm not making any big changes to this version right now at least. But, it, but I have to keep up on it. I have to fix bugs. I have to pull in pull requests and pay attention to it. And that's sort of just keeping it in the orbit, essentially. Um, if you completely 
let a project go very much like a lawn. It will just, you know, get the nature will take over and it will decay. Um, and I wouldn't want that to happen to any of my projects. So I do what I need to keep them in orbit. And then, um, and then I push something. So let's say like live version three, that would be moving to a higher orbit or moving to a different planet's orbit or even a solar orbit. Um, where like, okay, I, you, you need to plan out a whole new strategy and put in a bunch of work and move the whole thing to a different orbit and then keep it in that orbit. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a fun little analogy because that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. It's like, okay, like it's, it's at least a mental model for how I view my projects is like liveware right now is in orbit. I just moved Alpine from one orbit to the other. And it was this huge operation that you have to plan out and plan the trajectory of the whole thing and make sure you have enough fuel and do all the things until you get to orbit and adjust the orbit until you're happy. And just now, um, you know, it's sort of like getting into a stable orbit. And then I will move on to Livewire, getting Livewire into a different orbit. And every project that I work on has this sort of, this characteristic. Um, but, I, you know, and I think open source projects specifically because they're ongoing. That's why it feels this way. Like a course or something is kind of one and done. But so this is maybe a nice analogy for ongoing projects. Um, that, yeah, you have to, if you want them to not crash down to earth, you have to keep them in orbit, which takes some energy. Um, but if you want to move to, you know, a completely new level, then you have to, you know, whatever. So I don't know, whatever. Hopefully you thought that this was a fun little bit. I just wanted to throw it out there because it occurred to me and it's a note on work. So, um, talk to you later.